If your mind isn't wired for six and seven figure success, how will you ever create it? See, what most people try to do is they try to approach success with the same exact mindset that causes them to fail. And so for example, if you go after changing your financial circumstances from the same mindset that created your financial circumstances, you won't ever be able to change that. And what most people do is they give up, they stop. And that's one of the biggest mistakes you can make. There's a way to rewire yourself to actually see success like that. And it does not take years, it happens in an instant. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizjack. I'm a personal development expert and over the last six years, I've been helping entrepreneurs break through the next level of success and come alive with their limitless possibilities. And that's what we're going to focus on here. See what most people do. And this is such an important conversation because I think a lot of people think that they're doomed. Like this is just the way it is. What most people do is they look around at the situations in their life, their money, their business, their marriage. They think this is just the way it is because of these situations. Then that's why I feel the way that I do. And they spend time obsessing over the problems. And when you spend time obsessing over the problems, you actually are giving those problems the energy they need to live. So those problems actually get worse. And we think that that makes us feel a certain way when really it's how we feel that are creating the problems. You see, by focusing on the problems, we're perpetuating the problem. Your wiring literally determines how things go. For example, if you are wired for failure, what does that do to your level of potential that you tap into and therefore the action that you take? You're not going to tap into the highest amount of potential. You're not going to take the best level of action. And therefore, what type of results are you going to get? You're going to get really crappy results. And then if you get really crappy results, what does that do to your existing wiring for failure? It's going to get stronger. It's going to get reinforced. So we keep on trying to do that. A great example of this is money. I see this all the time where people will go into trying to solve money problems from the mindset that created money problems, right? If you're in debt and you have a scarcity mindset, let's say you're wired for scarcity, right? And that's a fear that money's not coming back. What happens if we have this fear that money's not coming back and we're wired for scarcity? Well, then when there's an opportunity to learn how to grow, we don't tap into a higher level of potential. We either won't take an action like investing in a coach or investing in a course or a seminar or something like that. So we never learn how to break free or we look at it through the same limited thinking and say, well, I, I can't, you know, I'm in debt. That's just the way it is. I'm stuck. It's not fair. It's harder for me. And so we look at our debt as a bad thing or we look at our credit card as a bad thing or whatever it is and we start tapping into lower levels of potential taking less and less inspired action and then we never end up changing our financial circumstances so we start to have even greater scarcity mindsets that money's not coming back but if we're wired for abundance where we know that of course money is going to come back money is like air it's ever flowing it's abundant then what ends up happening is we start trying new things. We think of new creative ways to solve problems and then we take more action. We'll take that risk. We'll invest in that course. We'll take that leap of faith and then we get different results in our life and therefore our belief or our wiring for our abundance mindset will actually improve. So how you are currently wired completely changes if success is ever going to be possible. This is why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. So what most people do is they're trying strategy after strategy and they're just banging their head against the wall doing the same thing. But if you like are trying to save money, but you have a scarcity mindset, you're going to find that you'll take two steps forward, two steps back. 
It'll be trying so hard, but it seems like it never works. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is trying to solve the problem from the mindset that created it. And so, for example, let's say that you're in business and you have a problem of time and you're always on calls and you never really have enough creative time. Well, think about the mindset that created that. It's probably a mindset of working harder is the key to success, or I have to hustle, I have to grind in order to be successful. And so what do we try to do? We try to outwork that problem. We try to work harder at that problem, stay up later, get up earlier, and we think that that will allow us to finally take sessions away and coaching sessions away so we can have more free time. But what ends up actually happening is we end up getting burnt out, and then we don't bring our best efforts to our coaching sessions that we already committed to. We don't schedule time for ourselves. We end up completely exhausted, and we don't satisfy our clients or make them feel fully alive, and we don't transform our clients, so then they don't renew actually causes our business to go down. See, trying to solve a problem from the mindset that created it is societal thinking. It's what most people in society do, and you are meant for so much more than what society is getting. Think about society. Society is overwhelmed and broke and fat. That's what society is, and that's not any judgment, not saying we are better than in any way than anyone else. It's saying that if you want something different, you have to do something different. Throughout my life, I've looked around at what most people are doing and I've sprinted the opposite way. In the beginning, it feels weird because there's so much pull to stay in alignment with the masses, to conform to what most people in my life were doing. But I took it, I kind of took a step back and I looked at different groups. I took a look at the people in my life that were struggling and the people I was surrounding myself with at the time that didn't have money, didn't have a successful business and limitation and scarcity and fear and all that stuff is just kind of how it was. That's kind of just the way that things were. And they thought that those problems were just their problems. And for a while I lived that way and I stayed going down that route and it caused me to stay stuck. But then I took a look at other people, a select few group of uh, amount of people that actually had what I wanted, that actually had the financial abundance, the business, the freedom, the millions of dollars in the bank. I was looking at them and they thought very differently. They thought about things in a completely different way because they have rewired their mind to be successful. And so if we try to solve a problem from the mindset that created it, it's societal thing. It's the way that society conditions us to be, which is average. And you are meant for more than average. You're meant for so much more than mediocrity. And so it's normal to think this way. It's normal to try to break free from financial scarcity from a scarcity mindset. That's normal. And I can understand if that's you, why you would think that way. Because most people think that worrying about money will somehow create more money. But Worrying never solved a single problem. And what does that cause us to do? It causes us to focus on the problem. And when we focus on the problem, it actually causes the problem to get worse because problems need energy to live. And it actually perpetuates the problem. So to do this, we need to change our wiring. We need to change the way that we are thinking, the way that we're living, the way that we're being, and change the way that we approach the problem. And you'll have a completely new ability to solve it. You need to ask yourself, is it working? If you keep pounding your head against the wall, trying to actually be successful, but you're using outdated thinking to try to solve it, nothing's going to change. And you've probably noticed the same problems keep coming up over and over and over again, don't they? The same money problems, right? Too much monthly into the money. Well, have there been opportunities for you to change that by taking a leap of faith and learning something or perhaps a different approach than you've been previously tr- than you previously tried and you haven't taken it? 
Because let's say that we have, we'll use the example of money again, because that's something that is super, super common. Let's say that we have a fear. We're wired for scarcity. We have a fear about spending money to make money. We have a fear about letting money go so that money comes back. Think about what happens in that situation. And I know what's going on right now. A lot of people will say, well, it's easier for you to say you have a successful business. But years of my life, I was doing the opposite. And so if we try to solve a money problem from that perspective, we put ourselves in such a state of limitation, such a state of fear. So we have a fear about using money to create more money. So we don't invest in the program. We don't hire the coach or we'll take a leap of faith in one moment and then return the order the next moment because we go back to that scarcity mindset and we go back to what society says. And it causes us to obsess over the problem that we don't have money. And so we say, I don't have the money, I don't have the money, I don't have the money, obsessed with the problem. So then when there's an opportunity to learn how to create more money, what do we do? We say, no, 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 I can't afford that. I can't do that. I'm not going to test my level of resourcefulness to figure out how to do that. And we keep ourselves stuck on the problem because we're focused on the problem. And then we start to look at other people around us and say, well, it's easier for them. They don't have my situation. My situation is harder. You don't understand my spouse. You understand my life. Everyone else has it so much easier. That's what I used to do. And it makes the problem worse. But when you rewire your mind, when you shift your approach, when you approach a lack of financial wealth from an abundance mindset, you create more material wealth. But you need to start beyond scarcity. You know what? You'll never get beyond scarcity. You have to start there. Because if you are trying to find a way to create more money and you have a trust and belief that more money is always available and you've rewired your mind for abundance consciousness, then what ends up happening is you take that leap of faith. You trust and believe and new creative faculties are enabled within you and you're able to solve a problem in a much more empowered way. And when you solve that problem in a much more empowered way, you get different results, which then reinforces the abundance consciousness that you already implemented. And you actually perpetuate the solution instead of perpetuating the problem. So that's one example of changing your wiring. And a lot of people say, well, how do I do that? Trust me, I'm coming up with something right now to show you exactly how to do that. It doesn't take years. It takes, it's actually super, super easy to do. It takes a couple little steps. That's it. Just a couple steps and you will change your life forever. But you got to ask yourself, do you want to keep living this way? And it goes beyond money. Think about business. What I see so many people do in my target audience is try the exact same marketing approach over and over and over again. They're sending the same cold prospecting message to the same person that's not interested, that same person ghosts you. So then you start to talk to your spouse about how your business isn't growing, how it frustrates you. So then your business starts to feel like a chore. You don't want to do it. So then you bring a lower energy to those forced invitations. And then what happens? They ghost you even more and you start to build up a narrative in your mind that you're not a successful business owner and you'll never win in business. But really all that's happening is you're trying to solve a business problem from an employee mindset. That's all you're trying to do. You're trying to just check the boxes. You need to be creative in business. You need to try new things in business. It takes a different wiring. And so if you approach that same, of that same challenge of my sales aren't growing from of the wiring of being a marketer, you're going to test new things. You'll try new approaches. You won't attach your worth to success. And all of a sudden things get so much easier. You'll get different data, different results, and actually see success. Same thing with your health. If you go into trying to lose weight from the mindset of, well, I'm just a lazy person or I'm big boned, then what happens? You'll find a way to get in your own way. You'll go two steps forward, two steps back. And you might work your butt off at the gym. But then what ends up happening after you work your butt off at the gym? You go home and you eat pizza all day long, right? 
and it doesn't actually change your life. And then you'll start to rationalize, well, no, 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 it's good for me, it's good for me. And then you'll start to say all these things to support your limitations, and it causes you to focus on the problem all the time, and you'll judge yourself, and it actually makes the problem worse. So what we need to do is we need to change your wiring. And I want you to ask yourself, in those areas, in money, in business, in, in marriage, in health, what problems keep coming up? And have you truly changed your approach? Now, I don't mean change just your strategy. I don't mean just changing what you're eating or changing your marketing or changing any of that stuff. I don't just mean that. Those are important too. But what I really mean is changing how you view those situations, changing your beliefs about those situations. Because isn't it true that you could have the best, most effective strategy in the world to lose weight, to build a business, to save money, but... If you have a wiring for scarcity or for I'm a bad business owner or for I'm big boned, it doesn't even matter if you have the right strategy. You'll half-ass supply it or you won't apply it at all or you'll find a reason why it's not going to work for you and you'll avoid the thing that will actually make you successful. So I don't mean have you been trying the same strategy over and over and over again. What I mean is have you been viewing the problem in the same way? over and over and over again. How long have you been banging your head against the wall and try 800 things and it still won't work? Well, let me ask you a very important question. How do you ever expect to succeed if you're wired to not succeed? How is that possible? How can you expect success to ever happen if you're wired for failure? Now, I'm not saying you're wired for failure, but if there's a problem that's coming up over and over and over again, I want you to ask yourself if you're using an outdated fear-based or failure-based approach to try to create success. It's not going to happen. So let's think through some smaller examples. Think about if you're the type of person who always craves certainty, wants to know that it's going to be okay before you try something. You want a guarantee that it's going to work. And so what do we do? We sit around craving the guarantee, craving certainty, wanting to know how. And so we research and study all the stuff to figure out how, but we never take the courageous action step, right? And when you don't take the courageous action step, what happens? You never learn how. Remember, we've talked about this many times in this podcast. Success comes from good judgment. Good judgment comes from experience. Experience is typically the results of bad judgment. But if you're always studying how, you're never going to put yourself out there to actually learn the how. And so then what happens? You never take action. The same problem keeps coming up and you get that dull, achy pain, feeling like you know you're meant to expand for your identity to expand into more, but you just feel trapped and overwhelmed. Like this is who I am. This is just the way that I am. And no, it's not. It is not just the way you are. It's just how you're currently wired. And it's easy to shift that. Or if you always try to avoid failure, Ask yourself, have you ever posted something on Instagram as like a marketing message and then no one responds to it or no one comments, then you go and delete it because you don't want to be perceived as a failure in some way or you'll craft the perfect message just to make sure someone doesn't judge you for trying to invite them to your business or your opportunity? You're trying to avoid failure. You're playing life not to lose instead of playing life to win. And if you do that, if you consistently try to play life not to lose instead of playing to win, you tiptoe around authenticity. You never put yourself fully out there. You never go after your biggest dreams. And so what ends up happening is that no one ever receives the real you. And if no one receives the real you, how are they ever going to want to tr trust you enough to join you? People do business with who they know, like, and trust. So it's never going to happen. And if, you try, if you're wired to try to avoid failure, well, then why would you ever take risks? 
If you're wired to crave certainty and guarantees, why would you ever take a leap of faith? Think about that for a second. It's all how you're wired. Or think about it like this. Have you ever achieved something and it hasn't felt like enough and you bounce from goal to goal or peak to peak or to-do list to to-do list and it's still not enough? Like your feelings of worth become this moving target and you just feel like when I achieve that, then I'll feel like I'm enough. And so you just try more and more things and you hustle harder, right? And you brag about how busy you are all the time. And so what ends up happening is you still don't get that feeling of worth, but then it feels like your success and your worth becomes a moving target. So nothing ever feels like enough and you end up getting burnt out thinking that's just the way it is and that your worth is somehow at a new outcome or new destination. Think about that. If you are wired for your worth being attached to an outcome, how can you ever expect to appreciate the journey? You won't. You won't feel alive on the journey if you're wired that way. Or maybe you're in this place where you're wired to create some success, but you have a hard time with boundaries. And so what happens? You say yes to everything because you're afraid of what happens if you don't say yes to everything. So you don't have good boundaries for yourself. And then what happens? You get burnt out and you feel like it's not worth it. And so you don't actually have the fulfillment that you deserve. If you are wired to be a people pleaser, how can you ever expect to set boundaries? Does that make sense? And so the whole point of this entire episode is to show you that it's not that you're broken if these are some of the things that you're experiencing. It's not that something's wrong with you, it's just that you've been wired to experience those things in your life. You've been wired to try to solve money problems from the same mindset that created it, or business problems from the same mindset that created it, or health problems or whatever it is, or these other little things we just talked about. You're wired that way right now. And instead of asking, well, why am I wired that way? And there's plenty of reasons why, whether it's past conditioning or traumatic experiences or your parents or consistent exposure to something or whatever it is, there's so many reasons why you'd be wired the way that you are. And it sounds interesting to say wired, right? What I mean is neural connections. What I mean is your brain making it easy to go from one thing to the next. And the more and more you habitually practice an action or a belief or a thought, the easier it is to repeat that thought. In fact, isn't it easier to be negative than it is to be positive? Why? Because we're wired for survival. Millions of years ago, you weren't worried about building a business. You were worried about the saber-toothed tiger hiding, hiding in the bushes that was going to eat your baby. And so we're wired to protect ourselves. If we don't change that wiring, we'll always try to hide, always try to make sure we survive. And you'll start to label yourself as a survivor, right? Nothing wrong with that, but think about what that means. You're always going to be protecting yourself. And that's not fair to your future. That's not going to get you to where you really want to go. So we need to shift all this. So it doesn't really matter where it came from. We can dive into that at some point. But what really matters is that you follow a simple couple-step process to change it. It is not hard to change your wiring. It doesn't take years to do it. All this means is changing your neuro associations. That's all it means. Changing how you feel about something. In fact, last thing I'll share about this. What's an example of wiring or a neuro association? An example of this is, have you ever had too much to drink of a certain type of alcohol? Like you used to love that alcohol and then one day you had too much and then all of a sudden what happened? You still have an aversion to that alcohol, right? because you have a neuro association that that alcohol equals pain. And so for me, that's SoCo <laughs> in college, bad experience. Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is that's a neuro association. And so I'm wired to not want SoCo. But if for some reason I wanted SoCo again, I would have to change that neuro association. Same thing is true with success. 
It doesn't matter where it came from. It just matters that you shift that. And so I'm in the process right now of creating a program to show you exactly how to do this, a step-by-step -step process on how to rewire your entire subconscious mind to literally be gravitated and pulled towards what you want. It's releasing this fall and I want to make sure it's custom for exactly what you are going through. So I have an ask for you today. My ask for you is actually to fill out a five minute survey. It's completely anonymous. You don't need to enter your name or email or anything. It's completely anonymous and it will help me custom build this program for you based on exactly what challenges keep coming up over and over and over again in your life. Remember, it's totally anonymous. We've linked it up below and in the show notes. If you just take five minutes of your time, I'd be so appreciative of that so I can create this program custom for you. Remember, if you are wired to not achieve your biggest goals, how will you ever achieve your biggest goals? We need to shift that and I'm creating something to show you exactly how I did it. A program coming out this fall to show you how to literally rewire your entire subconscious mind and change your future forever. It's just a couple of steps. It's super, super, super simple. So take that action, fill out that five minute survey, keep it totally anonymous. There's no name, no email in there. Fill it out so we can best serve you through that program. And if you found value today, make sure you screenshot, share this with your Instagram or Facebook stories. And, and just get it out to other people because people need to realize that if they keep banging their head against the wall, trying the same outdated psychology to solve a problem, it's not going to happen. Does that make sense? So I hope you found so much value in this today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast today. My name is Brad Bizjak. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. Fill out that quick five-minute survey and I'll see you next week.